please check out our resources and books on blackandeducation.com and on Amazon. George Thomas Downing was born in 1819 in New York City. His father was the well-known businessman Thomas Downing. Now, Thomas Downing moved to New York in the early 1800s, and he eventually opened up what would become a very successful business, a restaurant called the Oyster House. The restaurant was located right in the heart of New York's Merchant District, near what is today the New York Stock Exchange. Thomas Downing taught his children to be active in the fight for freedom, and George Downing followed in his father's footsteps. George opened up a catering business in New York City. Then he began to branch off into Rhode Island. There he also opened up a catering business in Providence, and in the fall of 1854, he opened up the luxury Seagirt Hotel in Newport, Rhode Island. In the early 1850s, he was a part of a committee of 13 in New York, which worked publicly and behind the scenes to raise support and money for those who had been captured under the Fugitive Slave Act. In 1857, he took up the charge, along with others, to desegregate the public school system in Rhode Island. In Providence, Rhode Island, for example, the city operated separate schools for African-American children, and African-American students were not permitted to enroll in the high school at all. Community organizers petitioned the General Assembly, and Downing, as an important financier of the effort and as a businessman, was the leading part of the campaign. He and others worked tirelessly to support specific political candidates to raise the issue in public debates, and in 1866, the state passed a law that prohibited discrimination on the basis of color in public schools. In 1865, George Downing was invited to manage the members' dining room at the U.S. Capitol. During this time in D.C., he made his presence felt. He was instrumental in getting the ban on African Americans removed from the Senate Gallery, which is the viewing area there. He also fought against the mistreatment of blacks in the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad, and he actively supported the outlawing of discrimination in public places of accommodation in the nation's capital. In 1859, he was elected president of the New England Convention of Colored Citizens. George Downing opened his remarks by saying that education, wealth, and power were most potent in society. And he also said, there's another sense of power in community, which though silent has its weight. It should be most potent. That power is moral character. Would it not be well to fall upon some plan by which we may possess these powers rather than to devote much of our time in a discussion as to the injustice of our fellow countrymen in their relation to us? Of this they know full well, and we too bitterly. At one point in his life, he was asked if he would like to meet President Millet Fillmore. Downing refused, saying that he could not shake the hand of the man who signed the Fugitive Slave Act. Reportedly, when the governor of Rhode Island commissioned him to be the captain of an all-colored company, he promptly returned the commission with a letter in protest of segregation in the militia. When he came to politics, he broke with Republicans of the day and refused to be committed to one party. He preferred to go with whomever was best suited, in his opinion, to advance the causes of equality and desegregation in his area. George Downing was a staunch opponent of colonization, and once in a meeting when confronted by a bishop on the issue, about the need for blacks to colonize Africa, George Downing said, I'm self-respecting. I consider no man my peer. This is our home. We will stay here to Christianize you ministers. In his last public address, he spoke of the activism of his younger days and of the lessons his father taught him, indicating that he owed everything he had become to his father. George Downing also contributed to the purchase of what would become Toro Park in Newport, Rhode Island, and he served on the task force to extend Bellevue Avenue to Bailey's Beach there. George Downing was a dedicated citizen and a conscientious businessman. He lived from 1819 to 1903.